Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Happy New Year, guys. I hope the first week of 2019 has been productive, exciting, and most importantly, joyful. Since last week's episode was all about nutrition, I figured what better time to air an episode all about fitness. Guys, it's the new year. We all have fitness goals. Maybe you're looking to get back into the gym after a hiatus during the holidays, or maybe you stayed on track all year and are just looking to level up. Either way, you're going to love today's guest, Stephen Pastorino. Stephen is the founder of Pevolve, a program which focuses on function and is notorious for totally transforming the way your body looks, especially your ass. In fact, his program is so effective that he was named the Ass Master by GQ. And I'm not the only person who's obsessed with Stephen and Pevolve. The Victoria's Secret Angels love him too. He's worked with them before shows and gotten them into runway form, so needless to say, he really knows what he's doing. Stephen and I talk in detail about Pevolve, how to activate your glutes and ass, why your hips are so important, diet, how he gets Victoria's Secret Angels ready for shows, and so much more. So with that, let's dive into my chat with Stephen Pastorino. All right, Stephen. So first things first, I want to know about your background. How did you get here? Um, okay. Well, do you want to hear my full story? Full story. I'll try to make it as brief as possible. Well, the real story probably – well, if you want curious about my fitness background, mm-hmm. it starts at a really young age playing sports. Mm-hmm. I think my first experience like in the gym or the weight room was when I was um, eighth grade playing football. Yeah. Getting ready for high school, they kind of take the eighth graders in to the high school and start training them uh, you know, to lift weights and do all the agility drills. Mm-hmm. And that, that's re- where it really started for me. Mm-hmm. Um, all through high school, I had you know football coaches as mentors – in terms of training, and that's where I kind of got obsessed with fitness. Um, that never dwindled at all, and I carried all the way into my 20s. I was a swimmer, so I did a lot of um, you know different types of training. So football season, track and field was like one type of training. Swimming was more – it was almost more like more Pilates-like training mm-hmm. in a way. And that took me through my 20s. I got really into bodybuilding because I really just, you know, when I was young, I was just skinnier. And I really just wanted to be like a built guy. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, I wanted to look like Ryan Reynolds or something. You know what I mean? When I was like 20 years old. So that kind of, I went deeper into fitness then because I just wanted to learn how to change my body Mm -hmm. and like be really confident and strong and love what I saw in the mirror. 
and by the time I was 24, I felt really good. I was full out of about 10 years into fitness. I yeah. felt good about myself. I had tons of confidence. Um, and a year later, I moved to New York and started. I got my, this was just like a side job. I got a job at Equinox in Soho. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, whoa, fitness is like such a serious thing. Like, mm -hmm. this is a, this is blowing up. Mm -hmm. Um, there's this whole world of like trainers and fitness methods and uh, you know boutique studios and um, I was just working at Equinox and I was working the weight room floor. It's like what you do when you first start. Mm -hmm. You have to like clean up everyone's weights and yeah. you just kind of sit there for eight nine hour shifts. And I was just watching everyone, all the trainers, and it was really funny because when I first went to Equinox, I was super intimidated. Mm -hmm. I thought, whoa, these people are like so smart. They mm -hmm. probably know so much more than me. Mm -hmm. This model's coming in, this celebrity comes in and trains with this guy. And after about three weeks of just kind of working the floor, watching everyone, like, I was like, whoa, I was like, these guys don't really know anything. And then and then you kind of like learn about them and they're like someone who just started working out like a year ago. But they're just yeah. such a big personality and, yeah. you know, they trained so and so. Um, and I was watching a lot of women train. So Equinox Soho is probably the most like female dominated gym in the city. Mm -hmm. And it's also a lot of models cause we're down downtown. And I think everyone was going for like that lean, that lean look, that lean toned up physique, not trying to get jacked or built up or overdeveloped and all the workouts that everyone I was watching that they were doing was the same exact stuff that I was doing to get like literally put on. 20 pounds of muscle and get as jacked as possible. Um, and I just thought, you know, that can't, it just, it just didn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. And from what I was hearing from like the few clients that I got there and all the women, it wasn't lining up. And that's when I like made a decision. I was like, I'm going to go all in on this. I'm so into it. Mm -hmm. I feel like all these women like really need help. Yeah. Like I, I never cared about training guys because men's training is so easy. Like, yeah. The format to build a perfect male physique has already existed for 30, 40 years. You know, yeah. you can watch Arnold Schwarzenegger's Pumping Iron. There's a whole, all the football players have their workouts online. It's it's so easy. It's like bench press and bicep curls and military press. And before you know it, you have like this awesome physique. But for yes. women, you know, I think they're just a whole different um, reaction to all that. And, and not everyone, but I'm going to say the majority. And even like going back to like the previous gyms that I was working out in, I would always see girls and women coming in and being like very pretty lean, looking really good. And they start working out and you can just see the progression of like swelling, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, happening. So I set out to just create something that was completely different. And I was just really responding to what all the women wanted. I even me personally, like I just want to be lean today, yeah. you know, and just like keep my muscles lengthened and be very healthy. And so I was like, I'm going to be the best trainer in the world. I'm going to figure out something new. And how do I do this? And I mean, I was like a total nobody, but I was in a great environment because I was in Soho. I was mm -hmm. living like downtown New York in Greenwich Village. Um, I had, and New York's pretty amazing because you have access to so many different women Right. Who go to so many different workouts and you can get so much feedback just from that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I tried to do Pilates um, for like a few weeks and then I was like, all right, this isn't it. Um, 
and I was working in another like small studio. I got a job at with this other guy mm-hmm. who picked me up out of Equinox. And I mean, it was like every day the conversation was, I've been working out. I've gone to this studio, this boxing coach, this dance cardio, this Pilates, this skull bar, whatever. And I still not happy with the way I look. I've mm-hmm. had that conversation legitimately over a thousand times yeah. over yeah. the years. And so for me, it was like, oh, so if I'm going to stand out personally and if I'm really going to like help these girls out, like what do I, what do I have to do? Like, mm-hmm. it, cause what's already existing out there, I think it's good, but there was also a lot of injuries that I was seeing from this. A lot of women have all kinds of injuries, like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, I hear Tons. stuff all the time and, um, you know, that's a huge, that's a big issue. I mean, you're supposed to be getting healthier, not getting hurt. And, um, Luckily for me, I had some met some people who were just really intelligent, had like a very high fitness IQ, mm-hmm. and pointed me in, in the direction of a specific methodology of physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, they have their like school, they do certification, they do like trainer certification, and then right. they do a um, like year long mentorship where you have to go study with them. Yeah. And I got into that program and um, studied that for a year, and it really like. It completely changed everything for me, like how I look at the body, how the body responds to different things, injuries, how to prevent injuries, how to get people to heal, how to make muscles work and activate, how to strengthen muscles. And the whole method is um, like a functional movement physical therapy method, understanding every single joint, ligament, bone, muscle in the body and how they all interact with one another. And it really just opened up my mind to like this whole new world of exercises. Mm-hmm. And I mean, before I even finished that program, my mind was going on like all these different ways that I can start creating new exercises and new ways to like work the body. And um, after that, I opened my gym here that we're sitting in now. Yeah. Um, in on Bowery, and I just you know I had my idea and. Long and behold, it worked, and it's been so unbelievable in how well it's worked. Yeah. And, you know, for me personally, like, there's all different types of trainers out there, you know, and I think all different trainers have, like, their goals in mind. But for me, it's two things. Mm-hmm. I want you to look so amazing that when you wake up every morning look in the mirror, you're like, holy shit, I feel fucking awesome. The other massive part of fitness is health, well-being, feeling good. And keeping, you know, strengthening your body and not... Like a functional body. Exactly. And not breaking it down Mm. and, like, destroying it. Because that's what a lot of people end up doing. Me, personally, I think by, like, my mid-20s, I was doing more harm to my body than good. Wow. And just seeing, like, a lot of guys that I grew up with and different athletes, it's like, wow, you're 28 and you can't move anymore? Well, the wear and tear is just insane. The wear and tear is, is insane. And... Um, you know, the repetitive motions, the mm-hmm. beating up of your joints, the breaking down of your muscles. And it's, it's really bad. And, and, and men and women have different responses to that kind of stress. And I think it's a lot harsher on a woman's body. We're just built differently. And um, so I wanted to create something that was low impact, very nurturing to your body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a strength and conditioning program, but not in the traditional sense. Yeah. It's, it's activating every single muscle in your body 
every workout you do every day is going to hit your full body. It's, right. it's, it's constant engagement, it's constant conditioning, strengthening, but we're doing it in a way where you're not getting like that inflammatory response where yeah. you are tearing your muscles apart and you're not exhausting yourself. And, yeah. you know, a big part of the workout is like focusing on your thighs, you know, focusing on building a perfect round butt. And yeah. it doesn't matter how tall you are. doesn't matter on your body type. Everyone has crazy potential to look amazing. I don't care who you are. Unless yeah, and, and I also think that, like, I mean, each body type is different, but you can reach an optimal. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, I mean, you can be really curvy, but you can reach your optimal level of fitness. Like, you won't exactly. look like like a stick because we're, we're all made differently, but exactly. definitely. And I think like, it's great that that's what Pevolve does. Like it helps you reach your optimal level of fitness and like how your body is supposed to look at its best. I think, yeah, you know, everyone's got this amazing body in them. I mean, for men, mm -hmm. you follow the Arnold Schwarzenegger program. I don't care if you're like the skinny little like yeah. nerdy Thing. guy or if you're, <laughs> 200 pounds overweight, you follow that program for a year or two, you're going to look fantastic right? no matter what your body type. So I wanted to create that for women. Mm, um, and all I'm doing is I am taking your natural shape mm. that, you know, it's in there. We just got to give it the, the right diet. You have to give it the right natural motions and just bring it out. And y'all look amazing. Yeah. You just got to do the right things to, to enhance it. And if you're really curvy, well, let's enhance your curves. Yeah, if totally. you're, you know, if you're a little shorter and let's, you know, trim your legs down and make it more proportionate to your glutes. And I think everyone across the board needs a great butt. I love it. Yeah, you definitely. Know? So a huge focus 100%. of my workout is honestly just getting your butt to like... It's optimal. Optimal. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You hit your optimal shape, you're going to look amazing and you're going to know it and you're going to feel good. Amazing. You, I mean, you answered so many questions like with that one. <laughs> that was my <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So I've obviously done your workouts and I love them. Um, and it, like, I feel it so much the next day. Like guys, yeah. I did his workout yesterday and like my ass today, like my ass and glutes, like unreal. Oh, <laughs> uh, you hit a lot of ass. I love yeah, it. You hit a lot of ass in every workout. But I feel like your method is obviously like, as you said, like you, it's so much attention to, I guess, not hurting yourself and your movements cater to that. So when I do your, do your workouts, I feel like my muscles are burning while I'm doing it, but I don't feel like I'm collapsing and I want you to get into why that is. Yeah. So you want to notice too, I only do eight reps of each exercise. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Going back to that like functional science education, it really opened up a world of, I mean, I think I probably have like five, 600 exercises that are exclusive to me. And I just, there's so many different ways to work your body in mm. an hour. And I don't like to get repetitive. Yeah. You know, we could do an exercise. I can hit it. I can make you do 30 reps. You're going to fall over by, by 20. Yeah. What, what's the, there's no benefit to that. You know, it's it's what what are the costs and what are the benefits? And we're just going after it. We're eliminating as many costs as possible. And by cost, I mean, you know, falling over, hurting yourself, putting strain in your knee joint or hurting your ankle. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to increase the benefits as much as possible. And to do that, it's very dynamic. It's almost like I feel like the closest thing to my workout is like dance. Like yeah. It's constant movement that's always changing and becoming more dynamic mm. and then more simple and you can just challenge your body in so many different ways 
and uh, you just accomplish way more. Um, I'm just not about the breaking down of the body. Yeah. You create inflammation in your legs, and it's okay to do once in a while, but the problem with most workouts is you are breaking it down, breaking it down, and that inflammation becomes a constant. And that's one of the biggest issues I see with most of the women. It's just an inflammation, inactive muscles, uh, dysfunction in like the way the muscles work. Right. And by you know using what we're doing in here, we, we correct all those things. Okay, so I mean, it's just so interesting. So like, as we speak about this, I wanted to ask you, what, you, what do you think of like boot camp workouts? How do you feel about them? Um, I've just never seen, and I'm just speaking purely from experience, yeah. I just never, I haven't met, and maybe I'm just not meeting the right people, but I've never met any women who have had like great results from it. Mm -hmm. I think it's very exhilarating, yeah. and you get like very hyped up, you know, turn the lights down, pump the music up. Yeah. That could be like a lot of fun and exciting. I just know so many girls who have gotten hurt doing boot camp. Mm. And I mean, you're going at such like the rep speed that you're doing it at, yeah. like trying to keep up. Like I can, yeah, like injuries, it happens so it's often. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And I just never, you know, I've checked out every workout and I'm always, I'm so open-minded about my workout. I mean, mm. I do change it a lot to try to always make it better. And, you know, should I be doing more of this? Or maybe I shouldn't do this as much. Or maybe mm. I should, you know make some kind of boot camp style thing yeah. but I revisit it over and over again and I've just I've never seen like great results from it I've just seen a lot of injury mm. and uh, I think you know they're they're very abusive yeah um, but if it's something that you love to do do it once a week but it doesn't teach you about your body it's right ju it's just it's just it's, it's just, just flat. it's a hype workout yeah. and sweat so yeah, totally you're not accomplishing really much with that yeah you know you can yeah you might sweat out a few pounds of water but you put it right back in once you drink a bottle of water and uh you know maybe it's good for like your hormones and your mm -hmm. mood but um again i'm focused on results, results and, of and, and overall health so yeah the boot camps i mean i don't even do boot camps yeah yeah fair enough um if so, i joined the army i'd be yeah it'd be great <laughs> but so how many times do you recommend someone works out you're like regular girl and what kind of workouts aside from first of all how often do you recommend someone does your workouts in like say a week and then what do you have them combine it with something else like what is your typical like i guess like a routine you'd recommend yeah so i, I recommend the girls here like four or five times a week and it's it's one of those workouts is where the better you do it, uh -huh. the more effective and harder it becomes. So right. if you come to my class and we do an hour class, you'll notice the girls who are like in, in insane shape and really strong, after about 30 minutes, they're like sweating like dying. Oh no, you're sweating. Yeah. Like <laughs> but like, it's again, it's all about understanding your body and how to engage so many different muscles at the same time mm -hmm. and how to recruit so much of your muscles mm -hmm. to like go through a motion. Um, I recommend doing, you know, four, four to six times a week, 30 minutes to an hour, mm. um, depending on where you're at in the journey. You know, so you can do an hour and a half. Sometimes I do that. I've done, you know, with the VS girls, I've done two hours in one day yeah. or two workouts, an hour separated. And I always tell everyone, you know, this is like a general fitness and conditioning program where you are activating every single muscle you're creating you know a very functional moving body it's, it's very general in fitness and it translates into everything else that you do so 
you know, I highly recommend doing my workout first for a long time, like maybe three to four months, not doing anything else. But then, you know, go back to those things that you love to do. So if it's playing, in my opinion, I think the best things that you can do are like playing tennis or playing volleyball, going swimming, going for a hike, going mm -hmm. for a run. Those are all just natural ways to exercise, and this workout enhances that. But, you know, some of the girls that come here, they'll do Pilates once or twice a week because they love Pilates or, um, you know, boxing class because they love to box. So um, whatever, whatever it is you love to do, mm -hmm. definitely mix it in. But when you go back to it, it's going to be – it's going to feel completely different right. because you're using your body in an entirely different way than you were previously. Got it. So in your classes, you obviously put a lot of emphasis on hip movement. And I wanted to get into why our hips are important and why you emphasize them so much. Um, yeah, so I think starting starting in school, um, where we learn about rehabilitation, it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 the, it's the foot, the ankle, and the hips. Those are the biggest, um, they take the most brunt of pressure they're they're the, my ankles are a disaster they're the joints that yeah. get tight and locked up and when they do they wreak havoc on your body so mm -hmm. um they make muscles inactive they f make other muscles overactive they create injury they restrict your ability to move they restrict your ability to you know get strength from movement so without those joints functioning properly you will never, ever, 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 ever get into great shape. Mm. Bottom line. And if you look at any professional athlete, their bodies, their hips, their ankles function perfectly. And that's yeah. why they're such superstars. And without it, they get hurt. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and I studied like a lot of sports injuries. And every like torn ACL or torn hamstring or pulled groin was always linked back to a tight hip or a tight... Uh, like foot or ankle and but I'm not dealing with athletes we still throw a little bit of that stuff in I'm dealing with women who want to look awesome mm -hmm. and feel good so where does that come in the inner thighs inner thighs is the number one question like the number one issue with so many women so they come in here and they just want to tone their inner thighs and um, I, they, they all tell me I've done every workout and it doesn't work. So understanding how that muscle works and, you know, so, all right, let me backtrack a little bit here. I'm kind of like a thigh master here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've put so much like emphasis on the thighs over the years just because it is such a, a hard like area to work. And the big secret to getting your thighs to tone up is opening your hips though all those mm. muscles in your leg run right up into your hip into your groin and that's where they connect to your glutes that's and then that's where it connects to the lower or the upper body your abs and all the muscles in your back that's they, that's the crossroads of everything so you i could never ever get the results if i wasn't getting the hips to open up so step one is always open up your hips not only does it make you feel like a completely different person mm alleviates any kind of back pain you have pain in your in your hips it helps with your knees but once you break those things loose get them very mobile and fluid your thighs just literally I've, I've seen it hundreds of times just opening those hips will lean your thighs out that's, that's without that's that's before even using the p-bar or using you know bands or doing very thigh specific exercises yeah. you just open up you you get the 
inflammation out of there, you get them moving freely, they start to stretch, they start to activate, and just that alone. Um, and if someone wants to open up their hips and like they don't have access to the P-Ball class here, so like you recommend obviously your program. Yeah, yeah, I program online. I mean, literally, like as much as we're working the butt, we're opening the hips. Every mm -hmm. workout of mine starts with 15 minutes of exercises that are specifically meant to open up the hips. And it's a constant struggle with hips. Mm -hmm. They are always tightening. The big issue today is everyone's sitting down. So when you just sit there and don't move and they just lock up. It's yeah. kind of like when you get up in the bed in the morning, you're kind of tight, you start totally. to move around, your body starts to become more fluid. Yeah. Everything kind of like seizes up and locks up. So before I can do any kind of butt lift or uh, any, you know, work on toning the thighs, step one, open your hips. It will completely change your life. It's the gateway to changing your body. And uh, Fitness 101. Fitness 101. Once you do that, you've laid your foundation and you're ready to and like really get into I it. I feel like it's so neglected too. Like I feel like, I mean, people just don't speak about it enough. Like this thing like with your thighs and your hip being so yeah. like connected. I, I've never actually heard anyone talk about it. Yeah. I just hear like my really geeky like science friends talk about it who like are obsessed but with like I love the body. that. I feel like but, that's... But like trainers yeah. and fitness methods, they're, they're not addressing it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my biggest differentiating point is understanding how the joints interact with the muscles. It's like fact and science. Exactly. And if you don't understand how the joints are working, you're not going to get the optimal result. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can take anyone, I feel like at this point, and completely change their legs and tone them up, give them that inner thigh line, that deep line that runs down the side like you see all those models have. Everyone has it. We all have the same muscular structure. There's just something going on that's restricting your ability to do it. And you can run day and night and boot camp and box, but if you haven't addressed the dysfunctions in your body, mm. you aren't going to get the results the same it. way. So interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to get a little bit into, obviously, glutes and ass, since uh, you're also a master. ass master. Exactly. So if someone wants to activate their glutes and ass as opposed to their quads, what do you recommend? So this is the thing we do like nonstop in here is like these stepping patterns yeah. and you have to, you know, squats only go so far. They don't translate into real life. You mm -hmm. want your, you want your butt to work every single step, every, you know, up and down the stairs, stand up, sit down, every motion you go through, your butt should be working. That's the main engine in the body. Mm -hmm. Biggest, strongest muscle in the body. It propels you everywhere you move. So I use a lot of natural stepping patterns. I use a lot of functional science, physical therapy. Um, I, a lot of my exercises have come from this method of treating like old people with hip replacements because they get a hip. This is what I learned about. They get hip replacement, and how do you teach them how to walk in? Well, they have to activate their glute, or they're mm -hmm. just going to get hurt and fall down. So, I've taken these little stepping patterns, little things you can do to kind of stimulate the muscles, turn them into exercises, put ankle weights on, resistance bands, and you know now you're doing PVOV. So, you know, you're really, you're working your your butt, you're pumping it up, you're stretching your legs out, but you, again, you're doing the functional stuff. Like, and you might have noticed from yesterday, well, we were using a slam board yesterday, yes. which is really intense, but all my workouts, they start out with these like really tedious things, and yeah. I think when people start my program, they're a little confused. It's like, why are we just stepping in and out? But I'm trying to teach them 
natural motions yeah. that stimulate the muscles and the proprioceptors. And, and once just you like get that, moving, like tweaking your movements slightly, I feel like. Yeah. So I remember like the first class I did with you in, in Toronto, like I remember yeah. like it was, I remember you pointed out something small and I like moved my body and I was like, oh my God, like that makes such a big difference. Like yeah. suddenly like I feel it in my ass as opposed to my quads, which is just the, insane. Exactly. And when it comes to, I mean, quad dominance is the number one issue with women mm. and um that's why their their butt starts to fall flat and their thighs start to kind of take on this round shape yes. and, and it's crazy because i've talked to so many women they're like i I've, I've just always been like this i've never had an ass i'm you know i was born this way i'm like no, trust me nobody <laughs> was you're just not doing the right things yeah. and a lot and going back to the hips it starts with like the hips being locked up so once you open those hips up now we start getting those muscles to activate and they move and operate in so many different ways. You know, there's three planes of motion. There's mm -hmm. rotating. There's the transverse plane, the frontal plane, which is side to side. There's the sagittal plane, which is moving forward and back. And you can combine all those different planes of motion together with one exercise and get a crazy stimulation out of that muscle. And it translates into real life. So using those motions, I've been able to build, like, some crazy butts. Including my own. Yeah, so using all these like authentic motions to activate the glutes. And then I've created some like really awesome shortcuts that enhance that process and, and quicken it. And one of my, you know, my favorite things in the world is the pee ball. That ball. Oh my God. I've used it's, it. It's absolutely insane. It's and, the real deal. Um, it's the real deal. <laughs> I've been testing it for years and then I launched it last year. And yeah. basically that ball sits up in the top. It really sits in your groin. It activates your inner thighs, which is really hard to get. It takes so much time to get those muscles to activate if they're dormant. This thing pushes right into them. It's it's almost I mean, like it, it and fires them. And up. it's it's crazy. Like having used it, I yeah. could not believe my inner thighs have never burnt like that. Like I swear to God, like it, this thing is so next level. <laughs> it, it's amazing. And then uh, you know, uh, an effect I got from it that I wasn't even planning on was the way it activates your butt. Yeah. And there's you like I always say this. You're it's only three muscles. Your butt is really made up of three muscles. But that muscle has so many different parts of it that mm -hmm. activate at certain points in time with different resistance and motion. And the P-ball is one of the, the hardest part of the butt to get is the lower bottom part of it. And I am like a, like, what's the word? Like, I am an extremist when it comes to, like, <laughs> pin, you know, yeah. picking out every little part of the body. And the ball is amazing because it works the lower part of your butt. It works the inner thigh, which that those muscles are all connected where they connect into the hip. And uh, it lifts your butt up. It tightens your inner thighs, and it completely changes the way, you know, it changes the way your body appears, it looks, and then it also creates a lot of strength. Um, and, and if someone wants to learn how to use the P-Ball, for example, like, obviously, they order the equipment on your website, exactly. and then, like, it, it's a streaming situation. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, the, the awesome thing, what, what P-Ball really is, is bringing this method to everyone. And, you know, it started out in this room. I was just mm -hmm. working here for a few years. I had my clients and I got some VS models and I had this person and that person. And that was cool. But I was like, you know, this is really awesome. It's amazing. How do I give it to everyone? And Pvolve is that online platform where it has, I, I put all my workouts on off there, all my equipment. I wanted all the equipment that I made, the P-band included, which is for tightening up your arms, which is also like crazy i don't think we've ever Same. used it yeah. and um it's all online and and the mission now is you know we've succeeded here in new york and built the studio but i want 
everyone to like find that confidence. You want everyone and, to and have experience a great it. Ass. Yeah, yeah. I want everyone to have a great <laughs> ass because God, it's amazing how your life can change once you get one, guys totally. and girls. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so talk to me about how you started working with Victoria's Secret models. I um, I had, I've I've had various models come through over the years, um, and that have come to my classes. I mean, most of them. But I really started, I had my first girl who was not a Victoria's Secret girl who wasn't even lined up for the casting mm -hmm. come in. And, uh, you know, we just hit it off and we trained every day. She crushed the workout. There's a picture of her there. Oh, my gosh. Just her physique. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and it was amazing. Her body completely transformed. Amazing. And, and we trained for six months. She got the VS casting, which was unexpected. And then she got the VS show, which was like out of nowhere. Incredible, and she yeah. got wings and she like, she, I just think she looked so incredible. And it was amazing because some of those girls go to scary lengths mm -hmm. to try to look good for that runway. Mm. All me and Blanca did was we just had a healthy, sustainable diet, no yeah. crash diets, no cutting water, no cutting carbs. And we did this, you know, workout for an hour a day and the results were absolutely amazing and she felt so good and confident on that runway and it was really after that this past year that I've had you know a lot of the girls coming through the doors and saying I want to look just like her how yeah. did you do that I'm looking for those results I want a butt like her I want to be ripped up like her and you know I'm tired of feeling tired all the time trying to work out four hours a day and um, that's what really like set it off mm -hmm. um, but I've always kind of dabbled with a few of the girls over the years and trained I, I love that you talk about sustainability though like I love that you say that you know you don't want your clients to have to go through these like crazy measures to get where they should be but it's just like you want to do it in a really sustainable and like natural way I guess it's the only way to reach your like best self yeah totally it, it, to, to reach your your you know best shape possible it takes a lot of time and you're never going to get there doing something crazy and then coming off yes, it. Yeah, and like the yo-yo effect. Exactly. When you, when you push your body so far one way, it's going to bounce back the other direction mm. and it's going to be way worse. Yeah. And to to really move the pendulum over into the direction that you want it and, and have it stay there, mm. it takes long-term, sustainable you know, progression getting to that point. And um, you know, for my clients, they'll go away. I won't see them for a couple of months and I go on vacation or we might be working a lot and they really don't change that much Yeah, I love because, that. because the change that we're creating is like actual transformation. Mm. Like this is what your body is now. Yeah. It's not like, Hey, we just did some crazy diet and boot camp, and I just dropped 10 pounds off you and you're so lean and now your body's freaking out and you're sick. Yeah. That happens yeah. a lot. There's all kinds of issues that I've, like I gotta, I gotta start talking about them more. Maybe writing about my experiences. But a lot of women have had like serious issues with hormones and getting sick and just beat down so bad from that type of like training. It's it's like extreme. It's so extreme. Yeah. And you know, us men do it. It's very unhealthy for us. But we kind of get away with it. Well, hormones are like such an issue for women. I feel like we constantly have to be aware and like look after them. And I think that. A lot of people don't really address that. It's just something like our hormones are sensitive, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, a, I don't understand hormones at yeah, all. I'm not yeah. a doctor. No, 100%. All I can tell you, though, is I've met tons of girls who have had hormonal issues from working out. Totally, yeah. And have had like serious issues with getting pregnant and kind of like getting back into mm. shape. 
And if you have hormonal issues, you, I, I have had so much crazy success with so many clients, but when someone has a hormonal issue, they don't get into shape. Yeah. It, it's, it's a whole new world that they're in, and it's not until they've corrected that issue that their body starts to change. Right. And what triggers those for so many women is, is it's working out. Yeah. It's trying it's, to be healthy and look it's good. Like and stress. You, it's yeah. the stress. And you, that's another thing, too. Fitness is stress. That's stress on your body. Mm. We're stressing your body out to try to make it stronger. And um, you got to really limit that. Yeah. Yeah. And I do it a little bit in here. But again, it's day in, day out, consistent conditioning of the muscles and Love activating it. the muscles. So you just, you touched a little bit on the diet component of things when you were training um, the model for Victoria's Secret. What are your recommendations for diet? Because obviously you can't eat like shit and have the results that you want, like optimal results. So yeah. what, what do you recommend? Here we go. This is a whole new world. I got to say, um, I think there's a lot of crazy information out there about yeah. diets and everyone's in confused i even get confused sometimes which is crazy because <laughs> yeah. i've been you know, so dabbling in my diet there. for yeah, years yeah. i listen to like different podcasts and doctors and i'm like wait i should do this and the next person says no you should do the opposite yeah i'm actually i'm coming out with a book next year it's going to be really a whole lifestyle book which is it's just going to be all like my learnings from my clients I love so it. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I don't think I really, you know, have to be to an extent, but I'm just taking all my experiences and I'm going to kind of give it to everyone mm. to kind of feed off of and try to learn from. But there are, there are definitely a lot of things that I've learned. And um, I do these food journals with a lot of women because they all swear they eat healthy. They swear that they're eating so well, but they can't lose the last five to 10 pounds. And I'm like, there's something, there's something in there that yeah. you're doing that's just like giving you that little bit of, you know, water retention or blo bloating's a huge issue. Yeah, or, totally. Um, you know, making you puffy. And I think one of the, I, and I've said this a couple times, I think a couple, some of the main things that the mistakes people are making yes. is eating like too many foods at one time. Okay. Eating so like you a recommend? lot, of, like eating like five vegetables. Like if you can go to you can go to Sweet Greens down the street. Yeah. They're gonna give you like five, six, seven, eight different foods in your salad. Uh huh. That's extreme overload on your digestive system. So interesting. Okay. And you're and then everyone's complaining that they're bloated. I mean, I have an office upstairs. There's about fifteen girls up there. I watch what they eat every day, and uh, half of them are bloated. They're always complaining to me, and I'm like, well, look what you just ate. Yeah. You know, sweet, and I'm not picking on sweet greens. It's great, but that's that's symbolic of all the places, right? In the, in of the course. Neighborhood. So, what do you recommend? Like, so if I, someone I, wants to make a meal for themselves, like, what do you recommend? I recommend keeping it simple. You know, if you're gonna have a salad, just maybe put like some chicken in there with I don't know whatever you like to eat carrots. Yeah. But maybe the carrots are cooked; they're not raw because raw vegetables can be a little bit more strenuous on your digestive system, and it's really up to the individual to pay attention to their body and, and see how they're responding to food. That's, that's, everyone's going to have a little bit different formula for what's going to work for them. Mm. And, um, you know, whether it's eating a lot of meat, not eat, not eating a lot of meat, more fish, not a lot of fish, more vegetable, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I think the one thing that you all know this, you don't eat packaged processed foods, obviously, obviously. Yeah. we all know we're all beyond that now, but like, you know, I, I have a cha-cha match in my hand. This is, it's just matcha with water. Mm. Everyone 
is drinking the matcha latte and then they're complaining that they can't lose any weight. It's because you're drinking the latte and you're drinking it two, you know, two, three times a day. And, and you know, just because you see some blogger on, on Instagram who is like super fit and you see her drinking, you know, eating her acai bowls and her lattes all day, well, you know what? That might work for her, but it doesn't mean you should do it. And yeah. I think it's pay paying it. Do we drink a lot of lattes and put acai bowls in your... No, yeah. I don't. Okay. I, I'm not like... I'm limited with acai bowls. I feel like too All much right. fruit consumption. Like I'm not a big fan. Too much fruit. Exactly. So paying attention, you know, what is too much fruit I just, I feel like, I mean, there's now a lot of conversation about this. I think... And like just based on my own research, I feel like if an acai bowl is like basically sugar, essentially, it's dessert. It's, it's dessert. And like yeah. you can treat yourself to it, but let's not fool ourselves. That's not like, even one every day for breakfast. It, totally. You know? really, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's cool. I mean, we're in a whole new world here of like really healthy foods. We're starting to, you know, I mean, whole foods is like changed the world. 100%. And, and we're getting stuff that's actually organic. And... I just, I think that people need to be wary of like going to whole foods and just like picking something up because it's at Whole Foods as opposed to like knowing like okay like yeah there's an acai bowl available but like what what is it like is it really benefiting me or is it just like a healthy dessert yeah you so, know so here's some like couple things that are just super simple you know watch your sodium like crazy yeah. and watch your sugar love it cut those two things and I guarantee you're gonna see you know a huge difference in you know your, the way you feel and your water retention and your weight you know Go easy on like nut butters and anything that comes from a jar. Um, try to keep your foods light and go easy on the lattes, man. Everyone <laughs> loves, I, I, I mean, we're here in New York. Everyone's got a coffee in their yeah, hand and yeah. they're all, yeah. And uh, I, I just, I bring that up because when I do those food journals, like I was telling you, that's like one of the first things I cut and I. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, of the you, time, you like you can you consume it and you're not even thinking about it. It's, yeah. it's just it's delicious. That, that. Yeah, and, yeah. And the thing about like nut milks and stuff today, um, and nuts and all that stuff, a lot of that's processed too. Totally. I mean, it's delicious. There's like guar gum and like packaged nuts. That's insane. Like, yeah. So look for those preservatives. I mean, the more of that stuff you cut out, the healthier you're going to be. And uh, you know, almond milk's delicious, but I guarantee you, you're not getting. Like a real almond milk. No, real like, almond milk doesn't I think taste it's like, like anything. It's like two percent almonds or something. I, I don't know. Like I was yeah, reading, exactly. it's like it's not very much. I know. Me so. and my wife are always looking at like the back labels yeah. and stuff, and we're like, "Well, what the hell is this? Yeah. So what's this? Yep. What's yep. that?" Um, yeah, start simple. Start cutting those things out, and you'll see a huge difference. Yeah, totally. Uh, another big thing too, and this is totally up to you guys to figure out, but you got to base it around your lifestyle. Yeah, a hundred percent. If you guys are sitting all day, you do not eat a lot of food. Mm. Okay? You're not out foraging for food 16 hours a day, walking around the world, or whatever it is. And if you are, if you have a job where you're doing construction, which I don't doubt you girls are, then you're probably going to eat a shit ton of food. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to use the girls upstairs. I love – so for everyone listening, Pivov has an office. We have like 20 people that work here, and they're mostly young girls. Yeah. And um, again, they're like the perfect – like case study and mm -hmm. I see them snacking all day and I see them with all these the different things and they're, you know, they're working, they take my class, they work out all the time, but they're still complaining and, um, but they're sitting all day. You, you don't have to snack all day. Yeah, totally. If you're sitting, your body's not using any energy. Um, that's a whole different understanding that you can explore. Um, I think that's a, no, I think that's a really good tip because I yeah. think that it is, 
yeah, like sometimes I feel like when you're working an office job or like even like for me, like I, I sometimes I'll just like nervously pick up a snack and eat it and I don't, yeah. I don't need it. And like you, it's almost like you're used to just eating for the sake of eating. That's what you're everyone's actually hungry. Doing. Yeah. So. so like for me personally, I have never snacked in my life. I don't like snacks. Well, I like real there's, meals there's and I've a, never had any issues yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. And there's a lot of conversation now about this that like have your three big meals and yeah. stop snacking because you need to give your digestive system the rest you know exactly so, so i love there's that you whole, talk about that there's a whole yeah. world of you know nurturing your, your digestive system and and something else that i do a lot too is um i always drink these like ginger shots mm. that i get from one of these juice places it's really spicy and hard to drink but yeah. it helps with digestion so nice. i'll hit i'll throw back a ginger shot every night at dinner i like to mess with like intermittent fasting everyone's doing it but it's good stuff and you know what don't Stress yourself out about these things, but start to dabble in it and make it, make it a part of your lifestyle. Find what works for you. For me, that like for me, I like to eat a huge breakfast. I'll have two breakfasts. I'll have one as soon as I wake up and then one before I leave the apartment. Mm-hmm. That's part of my morning routine. Yeah. And then I don't eat all day long and then I eat at like 8 o'clock at night for dinner. Yeah. That is like for me ideal. My energy is like sustained all day. So you've day. like reversed your intermittent fast again? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have like whatever... Uh, all night I don't eat and then all day I don't eat. So I have like two, two, meals, yeah. two meals in like a 24-hour cycle. That works for me. Uh, my wife kind of does like a similar thing. My wife like has a massive, massive dinner and then like a very light breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Super I mean, light. Find what works. And, and for most of my clients, it is a very light breakfast, a light lunch, and then like a bigger dinner. Yeah. It's like your main meal. Yeah. There's so many ways to do it. That's why it's hard to like speak, talk, talk to it but um there were like a few really good tips that you okay yeah, i hope I, those tips are yeah, helpful 100 percent. So, like i love the ginger shot one especially and i like yeah. that you talked about the fact that like you know like high sugar <laughs> like yeah and focus on sugar stuff, yeah. focus on sodium and uh i guarantee you you'll feel different and try you know whether three meals works for you or, or just two play with that good to know okay so what is one thing that everyone can do at home to lift their butt? Something easy. Oh, I've got the easiest thing in the world for you. It's, well, do they have to go look at my program first? You can. Or they can go to my YouTube channel or go to my Instagram. I do these things. I just call it a step back. Mm. It's so simple. You can literally, like, I have clients joke to me about it. They, like, literally do it on the sidewalk and they're, like, waiting for a red light. And all it is is stepping one leg back with your heel up, your knee straight. If you are watching my streaming, I sit, I do it nonstop, and you hear me say that, heel up, leg straight. And all it's doing is it's a movement that is replicating walking or running. You step back, it fires up your butt. It is like better than any squat you can do, and it's completely transformed. Using these step backs on different angles has transformed like my clients' bodies. I love it. That's a really a great step back. easy yeah. tip. Yeah. Go, go check out my like Instagram or I, there's a free trial, 15-day trial on my streaming. Like, find that exercise. It's the most simple thing. You don't need equipment. And it's like – Everyone it will, can do this. Anyone yeah. can do this. Yeah. Like, you can and do it, it at home. No excuses. And it also opens up your hip. So you're hit, killing two birds with one stone. It opens your hip, activates your butt, and uh, – You'll see it every single one of my workouts. Yeah, guys, go do this. Okay, thank you so much. And before we wrap, tell everyone where they can find you. Okay, so pvolve.com, you can find all my programs, all my workouts. I have over like 100 and 
40 workout videos up there plus the programs. It literally never gets boring. Like I've, I always change yeah, it. There's and, like, it's always so many and, options and we're doing so many things for the new year's. We're adding so many new programs in there, different options for streaming. Uh, you can go to like Pvolve YouTube. You can go to Pvolve Instagram. What is your handle? Oh, we have an app. We have a Pvolve app so you can go on your phone. I always just go on the website. So I forgot to mention it. Yeah. But, um, or you can go to my Instagram, Steven Pastorino. I've like saved workouts up off, off on one of my, uh, those stories that are, what are they like called? the highlights? The highlights, yeah. Got it. You can see like some of my workouts there. And uh, yeah, it's it's such an amazing program. And whatever you want to do with it, totally up to you. You can start to implement it a little bit into your own personal workout, or you can dive head first and only do people. You know, it's totally up to you. And uh, you can use it in many different ways. It's going to enhance everything that you, you know, uh, take part in. And, uh, the results have been amazing. The testimonials have been insane. Yeah. And uh, it's really exciting. Yeah. 2019 is going to be a huge year for us. And we're really, we're going to be back in Canada too. So yeah. You, you got to come. I like, uh, your last workout was amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much, Stephen. All right. Thank you. See you guys.